A lot of great things coming to Rock Hill. It really was the people of Rock Hill. How many things does Rock Hill have going on? And you get to be a part of that. Now it's like, wow, I want to be there. I want to live there. I want to go there. It is extraordinary. The changes that have happened and what I really believe is just the next really great city in South Carolina. Hello and welcome into Rock Hill CityCast. My name is Matthew Cray. To my right co-host Ashley Studebaker, we aim to keep you informed on all things going on inside the city of Rock Hill. And we've got a special Wednesday podcast for you guys. And the reason we're putting this out on a Wednesday is because we've got a really special event in town this week, this Friday. It's called the Ocho. Uh, you'll see it on ESPN. And to talk about the Ocho, we brought in uh, repeat guest Mark Sexton and Brian Jones. Brian, your first time. How's it going? First time. Good. Yep. Glad to be here. Thanks for having us. He's just a little busy. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit busy. So, uh, Mark, we've had you on before. But, Brian, if you would, go ahead and tell the audience a little bit about yourself and how you ended up at the city of Rock Hill. Yeah, so uh, I am the um, supervisor of the Rock Hill Sports and Event Center, and I've been here for nine years, cut my teeth over at Cherry Park, which a lot of people have done that in our department, and uh, started at the event center in the infancy and the development phases of it and the construction phases of it. So I've been over there for probably four or five years now, but of course we opened in 20, so been boots on the ground since 20. All right, and I've got a fun question for you both. I like like to break the ice a little bit. Uh, three three things to go with chips. You've got queso, salsa, and guac. You can throw one away, eat one with a chip, and eat one by the spoonful. Hmm. Mine's easy. Mine's easy too. All right, go ahead. Guac, I can't stand. All right, I'm with you. <gasps> can't stand guac. You, you can throw that. Any way you want to throw it. I'm the same way. <laughs> throw it on Brian if you want to. Okay. <laughs> um, queso I'll eat with the spoon and salsa I'll dip. I'm the exact same way. Hey, there's three at the table. I'm the exact yeah. same way. <laughs> yeah, not a fourth. Yeah. You put How queso dare on you anything. Do this a guac. I don't understand. Not guac fans. No. Here it's funny. Table. I'll make guacamole. I'll make guacamole for my wife, but can't eat it. Yeah. I don't know if it's the You're look or living. texture. Or... Yeah, all of the above. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's a great start. So let's uh, hop in. We'll start with the Ocho. Uh, that is, go ahead and tell us a little bit about what the Ocho is. It's very unique. It, it is unique. I, I think it's a, a testament to really what the city of Rock Hill, um, the vision it has with the council management that they have when building these facilities. And that's really the way this whole thing has evolved. Um, you know, when we started having, obviously, the Sports and Event Center comes on board, a relationship gets formed with Cornhole the ACL, and I know we'll talk about that in a minute, but, but it's because of that relationship, the world of sports is changing. You know, the old traditional basketball, baseball, and football is still there. There's so many now of these unique and niche sports that are kind of picking up and evolving over time, but I think it's relationships, and Brian had a great relationship, started with Stacy Moore and brings that down, and through that relationship with Cornhole and that being on ESPN, and those discussions just kind of said, let's do a Rock Hill takeover day, and that evolved, and you know, uh, Brian can answer more to this, but a, a million emails, ton of discussions, back and forth, give and take, and now it's evolved to all these, what I tend to say, a little bit of unique, crazy, maybe sports that are going to be played at Manchester and Sports and Event Center all day long on ESPN, and I think it's a great exposure for the city of Rock Hill, but that started really in it because of Sports and Event Center getting built. And Brian, was it your job to really sell that facility to these people? 
Yeah, sort of, kind of. I mean, it was a collaborative effort, like Mark said. It was all of us working together. I mean, uh, we have done a great job of meeting all these individuals on the road, and, and Mark calls them crazy, unique sports. We call them niche sports. Um, and some of them can't even, you know, you wouldn't even consider them a sport. But um, so spike ball, for example, you know, they're not in the, involved in the Ocho Day, but that's one of those niche sports that we had a, a relationship with and, and brought to the town. And that, you know, uh, they have one of their, their uh, events here. And then we, you know, introduced the Ocho Day to them as an opportunity for them to, to be involved. Um, and they declined the offer, but there's lots of really cool sports that, we met with on the road and through many years i had that relationship with that say hey this is this is tailor made for you and your unique you know sport and then espn brought in a lot i mean i had no contacts with us air uh, us air guitar zero zero contacts <laughs> so espn had a relationship with them so they brought them to the table and of course the, the sports center is a perfect place for host a us air guitar national championship you know just why not you know why not um so that's kind of how how it went it was kind of everybody across the board bringing names to the table and trying to figure it figure it out because there are costs involved for everybody you know flying in the athletes and hotel costs and so it's not a cheap endeavor but that exposure on espn2 is you, know, you can't really put a price tag on it well so, I, I, I sorry i just want to say one thing and i i did call them crazy but i'll just use axe throwing i don't know if y'all have had a chance to do that <laughs> i have it, it, yeah. i went into it with a very bad mindset it's like why am, why am i going to throw axes and i left saying I want to form on a team I want a jersey I want to play and I think that brings a whole nother well because again going back to baseball football you can play those for a period of time but when that period of time for those sports it ends you're not playing that sport anymore axe throwing and some of these wiffle balls are catching on and you can play them for a lifetime by the way that was one of the favorite my most favorite days of my whole job career <laughs> is calling Mark Sexton and saying hey Mark do you think it'd be okay if we brought an axe throwing to the brand new Rock Hill Sports and Events Center <laughs> and just to hear his expression is like Come back to me when you're serious. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm serious. It's a good stress reliever, I've heard. Yeah. I mean, it is, yeah. and it's yeah. fun. It yeah. is. It can be competitive. It's fun, and it makes you want to come back and do it again. It's kind of like bowling. You guys are utilizing not only the Rock Hill Sports and Event Center for the Ocho, but Manchester Meadows. So how is that? What's that going to look like? You been answer that yeah. one? Yeah. So when we first had Stacy and I, remember Stacy Moore with ACL sat in a room together, and we, we brought this idea to me and I was like, oh, Rock Hill's built for this. Like we are built for niche sports. We got BMX, the US Disc Golf Championships are here. I mean, we're built for niche, unique sports. And me not knowing how TV production works, like we can have a TV production at the BMX and we can have one that follows the disc golfers around and we can do spike ball and we can do all these crazy stuff. Well, fast forward to where we are now, ESPN is like, hey, listen, if we can get it down to two sites, then we can we can make something happen. So the idea is Manchester's outdoor sports, Rock Hill Sports Event Center is indoor sports. So they start in the morning at 8 a.m. with kickball at Manchester, and then we go back and forth every hour, back and forth setting up. So while they're playing at Manchester, I'm, we are setting up for the next sport at the in, indoor facility and vice versa. And then in the middle of the day, they break for what's called the Ocho Show, which is Marty McGee or the host of that show. It's kind of like a college game day feel where they're going to talk about what has happened in the day and then what's going forward in the day. And it's our hope that this becomes huge. You know, like um, X Games started very, very small. Um, and now it's, you know, multi-million dollar industry. And, you know, the economic impact of that is, you know, Minnesota and, you know, Minneapolis and these big, large cities where it started small. So we're kind of hoping that it kind of builds. And then, you know, we think it's big this year with 12 sports is, you know, 
I never dreamed it would have. We, I don't think we ever even thought that it would be 12 sports. And I can remember talking to Mark about, you know, hey, we got these three or four sports, and then every day was something added, and some some people wanted to get on. And, and it's a great advantage to us, too, because this is 12 sports. There's really 11 because Cornhole's here, but these 11 sports that have never been to Rock Hill and would never be in Rock Hill probably without this. And this might just – we don't know what those relationships will form. It's almost very similar to ACL. You know, USA Dodgeball is coming. I hope that we can get the USA Dodgeball National Championships here because the, the Sports Center is a perfect place to host that. And I've been talking with Jake Mason, who's who's USA Dodgeball, for years about getting to Rock Hill to see our sports facility and, and maybe possibly bring his national championship here. And I, I, I would just add, I, I think that's a wonderful opportunity, as I was saying earlier, that the traditional sports, who would have ever thought? You know, we play, everybody played cornhole in their backyard, right? That it is now on ESPN. There's world championships. There's a USA Cornhole team, Stacy and the ACLs trying to get it into the Olympics. That that idea would have been crazy five years ago, maybe a little bit longer. This gives us, as Brian said, there's 11 different unique niche sports that are coming to our community. We're, we're actively recruiting. We're actively going after these sports tourism opportunities for our venues. We've got 11 of them in our city. So we're going to take advantage of that Thursday night and try to, you know, basically give them a familiarization tour about this is what Rock Hill is all about. Yeah, we got great facilities, got great staff, we got a great community, and they all embrace it. Um, so it's a good time. And who knows one of these, you know, wiffle ball, quad ball, air guitar, which is really weird that it may become an Olympic sport one day, but you got to start on the ground level and work your way up. So, Mark, you've got your sheet over there, and you just listed off some of them. But how, how is the schedule going to work on Friday? So, back and forth, as, as Brian said, all day long, 8 a.m., kickball at Manchester Meadows. Then they shoot over to the Sports and Events Center at 9 a.m. for World Axe Throwing League. Uh, uh, back and forth, 10 a.m., Wiffleball Manchester, Bull, shirt, bull Shooter Darts. Careful, Let me let me pause and make sure I said that correctly. Bull shooter darts at the sports, which is electronic center. darts, just for all the fans out there. That's okay. right. And then we have the old version of Quidditch, which is now called Quad, Quad Ball. Ball. They've changed their name back at Manchester Meadows, and then they're going to break. Why don't you talk about the break at one o'clock at um, two o'clock? Yeah. Or, yeah, two o'clock. Yeah, so that's the Ocho Show with Ryan uh, Ryan McGee and. Um, I always forget his name. Marty Smith. Marty Smith, yeah. One of Mark's favorite people in the whole wide world. He never settles. Good book. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're, they're actually going to be doing a lot of these sports and pre-taping a lot of the activities. Um, I hope that uh, Marty and McGee get in uh, jumpsuits or um, lycra suits and do the slippery <laughs> stairs. That's kind of what I'm mm. I was like. I told the ESPN guys, I said, that would be great television. If you can get uh, Marty McGee to put on the lycra jumpsuits and try to race up the top of these uh, stairs would be great TV. So Marty, would, Marty will do it. Too. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. Marty's got the body for it. Uh, yeah. McGee, I don't know. <laughs> so, so go, go ahead. ahead. Well, and then it just it, it just kind of keeps going back and forth. Manchester matters to the Sports and Events Center. And then obviously the highlight is that four o'clock and seven o'clock time frame at the Sports and Events Center, and that's when the What's the technical name of this thing? It's called the Super Hole. So, yeah, Super Hole kind of take off on the Super Bowl. Um, So the Super Hole is basically I think we've all seen the American Cornhole League on TV every weekend on ESPN, one of the one of the stations with ESPN2 or uh, News or Universe or whatever, whatever it's called these days. Um, And they compete every weekend in these different cities and and these celebrities compete. And whoever wins that weekend 
gets to an invitation to come to Rock Hill for the national championship. So all these celebrities have participated in all these different cities, and they're all coming to. Um, now so a lot of them weren't able to make it because of their commitments. Like Shamar Moore won it, who, who's on uh, that television show SWAT. Criminal, oh yep. yeah, Criminal Minds. Yeah, that's that's him, the, right. I think he was on Criminal Minds. He might have also been anyway. on SWAT. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, the women love him. So yeah. everybody in my office is like, "Oh, Shamar Moore's coming." We're, you know, I want. I'll, I'll volunteer to work. I'll volunteer to work. <laughs> No, um, but he's, he's not able to come, so they were able to go out and get Don Staley. So now Don Staley's coming, but some of the names on that list are are like Jay Cutler, uh, Doug, Doug Flutie, Flutie, Terry uh, Kirby, Terry Kirby, Ben Rector, yeah, Ben, ben Rector, Rector yeah. yeah, the artist. And then the, one of the coolest ones that I think of is Mike the Situation from Jersey Shore, which mm-hmm. everybody's laughing, but he won his Atlantic City run, and so now he's coming, and the whole cast of Jersey Shore will depart, you know was come upon rock hill uh, and they're going to actually shoot an episode here so it's really this you know this little thing has blown up into this you know and and you you talk about what the exposure rock hill has on on espn2 which is huge but i don't know how many followers snooki has you know you know i mean millions and millions i mean i am i am right (laughs) right so (laughs) so you put that out you you add that into the equation that all these hits that the city is going to get on these social media platforms which i'm so far behind the eight ball on that one not knowing what's going on but those kinds of things just you don't you don't you know i can't even understand those those things yeah brian you wear a lot of different hats because you're juggling like you're talking to media espn people and then you got these tournament directors and acl meanwhile you know the rock hill sports and event center probably has something next weekend with phenom or big shots or something correct (laughs) so how do you juggle all of this it it uh you have to have a very good team you know we have we have a very good team you know talk about the guys that are above me that give me give us the freedom to to do what we do and have fun and we love what we do but the the people that work for us on a day-to-day level and it, it goes from cherry park to bmx to the indoor facility the maintenance guys and and the programmers that we have they're just incredible at what they do it makes my job so so easy and then then you talk about city council and management and all that i mean if I can, if I can get somebody, I'm sales, so I work on sales to sell the sports the, the event right holders are bringing their event to us, mm-hmm. like Phenom and Big Shots. If I can get them inside the Rock Hill Sports and Event Center, it's sold. It, it sells itself. I mean, be quite honest with you, that's made my job really easy, and as far as sales go. But there's so many people that want to be in there that just we don't have the space, and and I, I selfishly want to build more courts. And I've told everybody that does business with, hey, hey, tell Mark and John, we need more courts. You know, we need, we need more courts. We need more courts. But it's, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like when I was a coach or, you know, you're, you're, you're in this season, but you're always, you're, you're thinking about the next season. And when you're a programmer the same way, you're, you're in this season, you're in this season, but you're always thinking about the next season. And that's kind of the way that we do it. You know, when I was knee deep in Adidas, I don't know, gosh, it's been three weeks ago, four weeks ago, I was really working on Ocho and then but you know our typical weekends they run themselves typically mm-hmm. obviously there's support staff that helps them and, and you know we they must our staff really works hard on the weekends and like that so to answer your question the short answer is it's, it's the team it's the team all right Mark help me out here because I'm looking at this Ocho schedule uh Pogo Palooza does this involve Pogo sticks 
I think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can, answer for, him. Yeah. I can answer for him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I would assume so. <laughs> yeah, I can answer for him. So I, I've brought up Martin Speed on as much as I possibly that he wanted to, to, to know. But okay. yes, Pogo, there's two basically elements in Pogo Palooza. One is a freestyle type stuff. You think of BMX and that you race BMX bikes, but you also do freestyle stuff where you do spins and twists and grinds and things like that. So same thing with Pogo. They they have elements out there on the on the court, if you will, boxes and things where they can jump off and do backflips and front flips and special things. But they also have a, a competition to see it's almost like a high jump, like who can jump the highest. And they try to, you know, they they get three attempts at it's almost like high jumping okay. at, at track, and they try to jump over it. And it's really very interesting. And it's one of the two sports that has required an ambulance to be on site. So it's okay. very dangerous. Yeah. Very, I mean, you imagine they're jumping pogos yeah. 16, yeah, 17 feet in the air. Yeah. I, I didn't want to give it away, Matthew. I'm very experienced on pogo palooza. In fact, I'm a last minute. He's entry. Hall of Famer. I've been home <laughs> practicing on this thing. Yeah. Is there. That's exactly right. Yeah. He's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> uh, Omega Bowl. Can you explain Omega Bowl? You want to take that no, one? Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I know a little bit about it to be dangerous. So. Omega Ball is uh, basically three-sided soccer in a large circle. So there's no corner kicks. There's no corners on the field. You protect your goal while you attack two goals. So you can attack the goal and be on your right or the goal will be on your left, or you could be attacking the goal on your right, and then all of a sudden you're attacking the goal on your left. So it's basically an, um, an element added to the basic soccer game. Okay, uh, slippery stairs. I know you're excited about that one. Yeah, that, <laughs> this this falls in the category, is it a sport or not, you know? Um, but it's from Japan. You may have seen it on some of those game shows they had overseas, but it's basically four to six competitors wearing jumpsuits, um, racing to the top of padded stairs. And at the top of the stairs is water coming down and then people with water guns shooting soap down the stairs okay. essentially and whoever gets to the top first rings a bell and they win the, the catch is there's no rules like you can grab the person beside you and pull them <laughs> down or or whatever and somebody asked me today is it dangerous and i was like yeah i think it's very dangerous but that's what makes it fun you know of course you won't catch me doing it at all <laughs> so that's 7 p.m so that's a good prime time one and then guy i i went on youtube and did some research you know i i could never make it in the nfl or the nba but I might could do. That. I might could make the so U.S. Good. I might could make the U.S. Air Guitar. But I know about Matthew Cray. He would be very good at USA. Yeah. <laughs> so the Air Guitar Championships is what it sounds like, right? They are playing an air guitar and trying to be as uh, energetic and enthusiastic as they can with their movements to impress the judges. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, Who are I'm the right. judges for the? Like, are these I've past got, that, winners? This, no, no. It gets it's, this gets better. The U.S. Air Guitar gets <laughs> gets, gets better. So yeah, you're exactly right. You want to fill them in, Mark, on what you, what I showed you on YouTube? Yeah, I, when when Brian first came, he said, "Yeah, air guitar." I'm like, "So that it has no strings?" I'm like, "What? Why? And <laughs> like, why? Why? Why are we? Why would we host this?" And but it's all about the show, right? It's all yeah. about this, you know, creating a show. It's still somebody has a little bit of age on them. It baffles me. It's not their traditional sport, but you know, I, I kind of equate it to, you know, if it, if it makes people tune in and if the generation of people that like it and they get to tune in on espn and they like it i've even found myself enjoying a little bit of chase on espn i think that's an interesting and it does have some athletic ability in it but it's kind of like slippery stairs if you turn in and you want to watch people like nascar like to watch races or, or wrecks and 
Um, hockey likes to watch a fight. I guess you watch slippery stairs to have people fall down and not really compete. But and our, at the end of the day, as long as they turn on ESPN and see Rock Hill, South Carolina, we win. Yeah. yeah. And, and as a cult following, I mean, it's it's, it's like pillow fighting or uh, fish tossing or, you know, any of these other niche sports that are out there that are played all across the world. I mean, and this is just the U.S. Air Guitar National Championship. And the it's not – the international is insane. This is, it, I can't even begin to – but, yeah, they, they make these personalities where they're, you know, a, a doctor that plays the air guitar or a nerd or, you know, they make these characters up and they just – it's showmanship is really mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. Um, but the, the, you asked about the, the judges. So, um, we're, you guys are familiar with Jack links, the mm-hmm. Sasquatch okay. is a judge. Mm-hmm. So Sasquatch, okay. the, the Bigfoot is a judge. Flava Flav, oh, the yep. public God. enemy is yep. a judge. And then they have three legit judges and they're, they're judging. They judge off a, a rubric of sportsmanship and, or, or showmanship. And so they, they actually, you know, they have, they have these, these people, I'm sure they're probably past, past people mm-hmm. and probably the inventors of the sport so can people go watch these events yeah absolutely i mean they, that's what we want to get people out to to manchester and the sports and event center the only ones are the the espn the again what's the name of that the mo hole or super, super hole, super hole super. whatever yeah. those are the only ones that are ticketed the super hole quarterfinals and finals are the only ones that well are ticketed yes and no so um if you buy a ticket it gets you into four o'clock and beyond at the sports and event center, so it gets you into the to the um, the air um, guitar, the two the dodgeball, and the two um, Omega Ball, or was that at the Omega Ball Manchester? Is at Manchester. Okay, yeah. all the things at Manchester's are free. Yeah, anybody can go out there and watch them um, and get a chance to get on TV. Yeah, absolutely, be on TV, hooping and hollering, and um, all those kinds of things. But yeah, and, and of course you can watch it on TV. It's all day live on ESPN two this weekend, starting at eight to or on Friday, starting from eight. And then Cornhole will be, you know, on TV a couple more days that weekend. And is Corn is Cornhole the world championships? Are those ticketed or can people just go? They can just go. They yep. can just go. Yep. Okay. Yep. 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 Saturday, Sunday, anybody can go out there and check it out. The only one the only one that's being charged now is four o'clock um to close on um Friday. Friday. Okay. Correct. And that in, that will include all those events and it's selling out pretty quickly. But you can buy that at um ACL dot com or Cornhole. And I, and I would suggest, seriously, people that enjoy cornhole and maybe want to take it a step further and really want to watch some good, they're impressive. I mean, some of these pros that are out there, if you if you do it in the backyard or you think, oh, that's not that hard, and go to see what they do and how they can push a bag away or pull a bag in. I was watching it Sunday afternoon at my house, and it's like, you know, what they're doing, it's not just like what I'm doing in my backyard, just trying to get, the, you know, the darn bag on the board. It's every throw with a purpose and trying to trying to move the bags around. Anything more to add on the Ocho before we move on? No, I, I'd love to see the community come out and enjoy it. I, I think um, that only helps Rock Hill's calls uh, for the future and go out and support these athletes, if you will, um, depending on whether your definition, if they are or not. But I think just to, to go out and support them, we're super thrilled they're here and uh, we're just really appreciative of the opportunity to do it. Yeah, and if you see Sasquatch or Flavor Flav walk around town, just welcome to Rock Hill. Flavor Flav! <laughs> or Snooky. You know or I mean? Snooky, yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm moving beyond Flav- my time. <laughs> <laughs> so recently, Brian, you touched on just, what, three, four weeks ago, we had Adidas here, which is such a huge event. So I guess to just kind of sum it up, how did it go? 
out. I, I, it went phenomenal. I mean, it's. I know that sounds cliche. Um, there's always, anytime you you have an event, there's things that are going to go great, and there's things you're going to have to improve on. And there's obviously things we're going to have to improve on. But the overall feedback from not only Adidas, but from our community, from our venues, from our sponsors to the coaches. Um, I think it put Rocky on a very, very positive light. I know they had to go to the West Coast right after the Avitas, um, or their event here in Rock Hill, and they were already like, okay, we're ready to come back to Rock Hill. Now, again, that said, there's things we have to improve on, but the the entire weekend or week, week and a half, if you will, that event of basketball through Rock Hill, York County, and even into Mecklenburg County with Charlotte created over a $14 million direct economic impact um, for our community and our region and our two states. So that's that's good business for Rock Hill, and it's not only good business for Rock Hill, but it's a good company to be in with one of the shoe companies like Adidas. And we value their partnership, and we've already signed a three-year uh, agreement with them to come back for two more years, but we were, we've already started the discussions about extending that. In fact, we had a phone call earlier today about that. So um, all in all, very good. I, I really appreciate the um, the community support. I think that's a lot of what we hear back from coaches. Uh, what we hear back from Adidas is they notice things like banners being hung on Dave Lyle Boulevard and Cherry Road, and they they saw the Adidas banner on that and said, oh, they're happy we're here. They check into a hotel, and they see welcome Adidas and 3SSB, and the city of Rock Hill welcomes you. Those are things they notice, and it's the small little de- details and the touches that go along with it that maybe they don't get in some other communities. I know you don't have numbers in front of you, but you said 14 points. Yeah. Point, this is just, just over 14 Even number, Just over 14. Uh, 35,000 room nights were created. For uh, what is the context compared to maybe like a BMX, maybe not the Worlds, but the, shoot, what is the Nationals? Carolina, Carolina Nationals? Nationals. Carolina, that, Nationals. That, Carolina Nationals typically for a three-day, that's right at about three, maybe a little okay. over three. Um, if and, I remember the numbers correctly, because I got asked this question, does this equate to a BMX Worlds? It does not. Um, and that's 3,700 athletes from 48 yep. countries. But that, without airfare in it, if I recall correctly, was just at 19 million. Okay. Um, so it's so it's it's, yeah. it's a very good uh, piece of business in a lot of different fronts. But it's a, it's probably, I mean, by far, it's our second largest event that uh, City of Rock Hill PRT has done in a sports tourism world. Uh, what were some of the things feedback wise you heard? This this went really well. We loved this part. Yeah, I I would say one was the the competition that was here. Obviously, Adidas did a great job of putting the right teams in the right place. Um, But hearing back from Adidas, this was the first time they ever did boys and girls together. And this is the first time they did boys and girls and the camp on top of that. So it was a a big undertaking on their part. And I'll just, again, give a shout-out to our team and to our staff and, you know, we have 12 people that work at the Rock Hill Sports and Events Center. There's no way we could have done this by ourselves. And everybody in our department came and volunteered, not volunteered, but they volunteered to, to come help. And it put a stress on, even put a stress on the people that were, you know, the, the guys came from Cherry Park. Well, it put a stress on the guys that were left behind at Cherry Park, you know. So it's 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 a big undertaking. And, and the team and and the people that put a, that help us put this thing on when, when when they were here is really gets the credit and you know 
for the week that they were here. Obviously, the credit goes to the council and management for building the facility that top notch and things like that. But the the Parks and Rec tourism team is just you know I'd put them up against anybody in the whole state. Uh, but what we're hearing, you know, it's funny. The um, the boys championship was here. The elite championship was at the Rock Hill Sports Center. The girls, it was just a normal tournament. And their championship was the following week in Seal Beach, California. They were very, very upset that their championship was not in Rock Hill. <laughs> and then so we heard a lot of lot of feedback from them that next year we want to have the boys and the girls championship together because, you know, the girls felt – I don't know that they felt slighted, but they just wanted to have their championships in the in that facility. Yeah, and I, I'd just add, I mean, no doubt about it, the team. I, I'll take that a step further. I mean, it's obviously a whole city team. Obviously, one of the over-resuming feedback we've got positive was the facility. I mean, not just the basketball courts, not just the quality wood that they get to play on, the 8,000-square-foot room that sits just on the other side of that that the players can have a lounge in, kind of the the – feedback from adidas was the way the facilities laid out that we can get the players can get away from the the whistles and the squeaks if you will and go and lounge and play a ping pong game play some esports and or, or you know watch a basketball game on tv but then just the space in between the courts itself and then you know the other side is our hospitality i think not only just this just generally southern hospitality but our hospitality area that the coaches get to go into relax don't have to necessarily get bothered by heck some of our staff didn't even know who patrick ewing was <laughs> so you, they don't get bombarded with you know i, I want to talk to these high profile coaches are there but then they're treated well got quality food quality drinks um but then you know there's there's all like i said there's always going to be things that pop up and it's how you deal with that and it's as brian was alluding to not just prt but the city is able to pull some resources to help them across our divisions but across the city as matthew got pulled into they needed some chaperones for an event to go might have been fun but it's the city's efforts to say oh we if there's any way we can get five or six bodies to go chaperone we don't want these kids not to you know venture off it's it's high priority when you got kids from all over the country and they're not with mom and dad and you're taking them on an excursion that they need to make sure if you're taking 20 we need 20 to come back well it's people like matthew that jumps in and says well i'll go and that helps the city out. And it, Adidas really does appreciate those small gestures that helps them out so they can focus on the, the task at hand. You mentioned some of, I mean, with events like this, it's inevitable there's improvements to be made. Can you touch on some of the, a couple of the improvements that you know off the top of your head that you guys would want to make for next year? Always communication. I mean, it's, but that'll always be number one. You can't over communicate. That's hard because anytime you do an event now the good thing is now we know what we're doing right we've kind of hosted it now we kind of know the nuances i think some hotel improvements just to be quite honest i mean it's uh a communication i mean these these are some pretty big athletes that are coming in and how do you accommodate them so we got we got some communication some probably hotel improvements um you think of anything else that no not really this um, isn't really an improvement but just maybe a time thing it's it'll be really cool to see that event when the university center is fully built out and yeah. done with construction oh, yeah. because there's yeah. a ton of construction going on there and a ton of restaurants that are going to be going in there very soon yeah no, that's a great point thank you for bringing that up because parking parking's always the top of the conversation you you never have enough and i know that's a fine line because you may not need that for every event but for that event you got to get more parking and that's thanks to partnerships 
um, like Gary Williams that opened up his lot because we had a parking problem. You know, and I think we learned a lot at the airport. You know, we had, I forget the final number, how many private jets are flying in, and we knew they were coming. I don't think we knew they were coming within the first two hours. <laughs> um, so that's something we say, okay, now we know a landing pattern maybe, and we'll be better prepared for it in the future about, we, we thought they may be coming throughout the course of the day, and now all these private jets, 30-something private jets are unloading at one time. There were a lot of little things that went wrong, and I kept telling Mark and John and even Mike Barnett, who's with Adidas, is, long as the players and the coaches don't know as long as you know as long as they don't know and they're able to play their game and and show out in front of the college coaches everything's fine yeah most of the time people don't know yeah. there's always going anytime you run a big special event there's always problems yeah. it's just how you adapt to them yeah you, you you mentioned the word exposure brian what do big events like adidas or the ocho where you have these big name famous coaches or athletes or uh, entertainment figures coming to Rock Hill. What does that do for the area? Uh, exposure is everything. I mean, I, I somebody asked, well, why, why are you, why do y'all do that? Why are you bringing Pogo Palooza? You know, why are you bringing axe throwing? What does that do? I, I personally, this is my opinion. If if Rock Hill had to pay for that type of exposure, of being on ESPN. There is, in my opinion, uh, the old way of marketing, which is word of mouth. And I truly believe in certain worlds. Adidas may seem big. The basketball events may seem big. They all run within the same circles. They all know each other. And they're all now talking about Rock Hill, South Carolina. And they're talking about, as Brian said, they went to the West Coast. So, man, we want to be in Rock Hill, South Carolina. I don't know how you pay for that type of exposure to be on ESPN. And I do think whether you do a good job or a bad job, if you do a bad job, they're going to talk about you, say you don't want to go there. If you do a decent job or a good job, they're going to say we want to come back. And the more that want to come back only helps our jobs out more because we don't have to go out and solicit it. They're already a set figure figure, or set event on the calendar that we can go after. And we have the other cool thing about this is ESPN has given us eight slots for commercials, and our very own Max Watson has made a very cool commercial with some local – athletes that are you know from elementary school to you know some of our athletes that are playing college football now on this commercial and that'll that'll be shown eight times you know uh, throughout the day which you know i don't know how much a commercial spot is on espn but i mean that's i would assume it's a probably pretty not cheap yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i'm right. thinking the millions but you know i don't know i have one more fun question that i just thought of we talked about all these ocho events and i'll read them off if you could be a if, if you were good at it, if you had the ability to be a top-class athlete in one of these sports, which one would, would you want to compete in? So we've got kickball, axe throwing, wiffle ball, uh, bull shoot, the bull shooter invitational, quad ball, uh, the pro breaking tour invitational. Did yeah. we talk about that one? No, that's no. Uh, break dancing. Break yep. dancing, okay. Uh, <laughs> Pogo Palooza, cornhole, omega ball, dodgeball slippery stairs or air guitar are we talking about at this stage in our life if if you could no if you could be a pro at the top <laughs> in level prime, in, in my, your in prime, prime or in my 50 in your prime okay. at any the of these hall sports of fame of pogo you already we already established that's that. right so in my prime okay. yeah in your prime i know you, which one it's for you mark i already got that one I, i'm not gonna go i would have normally have said wiffle ball because yeah, i was a baseball player okay um but i, I think i'm gonna go dodgeball to be a world-class dodgeball player. Yeah. 
Hmm. I got the jacket at home already for it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What, what's the phrase? Y'all dodgeball? looking at me funny, yeah, like y'all did not. What's the, what's the phrase? If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why'd y'all look at me funny? <laughs> what's, his, what's his name? Cotton. We're laughing with you, not at you, Mark. Yeah. I, I I don't know what all this would say about me, but I think it'd be. Uh, pretty crazy to be the best slippery stairs guy in the world you would you would like i don't that, know like, like what abilities i would have that would make me the best but i think that would be really funny to be the best at that a uh at that competition what you got ashley i'm going break dancing or kickball oh, yeah. <laughs> i can't hold a rhythm for nothing Kickball's so good if too. i could be good at that yeah be yeah. great i couldn't do pick break dancing because i collect <laughs> sand when i dance <laughs> pull my feet back and forth together ryan do you have one I mean, air guitar. This air guitar. Guy, oh, yeah. Gonna, you know, that's where it starts and ends, air guitar for sure. I mean, we all did air guitar. Come on. Right. You're still that's doing true. it in your car. You that's know? true. Anytime a good riff comes on, you're <laughs> you're playing along. Anything that we missed or that you guys would like to add? No, I, I'll, I'll just add because I don't want, and I think we've kind of added this. This is, we're lucky in Rock Hill. Um, I think because our city embraces these things, and it is a city effort top to bottom top to bottom to where our mayor, our city council are supportive. They give us the resources we need, but then the entire city is supportive. And and I can say this honestly, because I get a chance to travel and talk to other municipalities, other county agencies that are trying to play in this world. You can't do it alone. It is a truly a team effort. And when you, I think we've got a BMX meeting tomorrow and you look across these rooms of these LOCs that are formed, whether it be with Adidas or BMX or whatever, it's everybody. And, and these these event right holders pick up on that. They do. They're, they're like, your policemen come to your meetings? Like, yeah. Your media people come to your meetings? Yeah. IT? Yeah. Utilities? Yes. And they're like, why? And they're like, because they buy into what we're doing. They understand the value of it. And it makes people not only embrace the city, but want to travel here, maybe even want to live here. And... That's, I think, is not lost on these event right holders, which is, I think, is a large part of why we're successful. Um, it's because the whole city's bought into it. Awesome. Well, Brian, Mark, thanks for giving us some time to talk about uh, these big events. Thanks for joining us today. Thank, Thank you for having you us. Thanks for listening to the Rock Hill CityCast. Episodes are available each week to stream on SoundCloud, Google, and Apple Podcasts. To keep up with City of Rock Hill information, follow us on social media.